0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: Happy to welcome into the radio huddle on First Take, Mike and Mike D's Notebook, brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. First of all, Happy New Year's Eve. Mike, how's it going?
2: Happy New Year's Eve to you, Steve. Uh, everything's going well. Uh, looking at this matchup,
1: uh, the first time around, Baker and Mayfield did a number on this Saints squad and uh, had has had issues during the early part of the season, but man, oh, man, obviously has led this team down their stretch of uh, really coming alive and becoming... Uh, one of the hotter teams in the NFC at least. Uh, they're going for their fourth victory today. And a big key for Baker has been holding on to the football and uh, just, I uh, hate to say it, just been impressed with the guy because everybody kind of wrote him and this Bucs squad off at the beginning of the year.
2: Yeah, no question about it. And he's been the best quarterback in the uh, NFC South. Right. <laughs> That's why they in first place. And that's why they're on the verge of winning, you know, uh, the third straight NFC South title. It's been because of him. You know, you, can, you can't you can cut it any other way. Uh, everybody's pretty much the same, but it's Mayfield. That's been the difference maker. And, uh, man, I had to find it a little bit, but I knew uh, he had come to Manning. and We had spent some time, and uh, I posted it on my Twitter site. It's uh, from a few years back. uh And uh, you could tell, man, he was a competitor and a tough guy. He could make all the throws. He's a bit of a gunslinger. And, man, that controversial pick that year where he was the first overall pick in the draft by the Browns. um, Got him to the playoffs, but then it started to head downhill after that. And then he goes to Carolina. It didn't work out for him there. He had that memorable Thursday night game with the Rams where what he had a maybe uh, 10 hours of uh, work with uh, uh, Sean McVay, and right. they ended up winning. And then, you know, they he signs in the offseason uh, a one-year, $4 million contract with, I uh, think, $2.6 million in uh, bonus money. He didn't cash that in. But for $6.6 6 million to get you a starting quarterback in the NFL today, Steve, that's pretty good uh, trade in, And he, he's done his job. He he really, really has and plays with a lot of confidence. And he's not a runner. He'll run if he has to. He's more of a scrambler to buy himself some time. And he's got a really nice, quick delivery right off the top. Uh, And for a guy who's not real tall, he doesn't get a lot of passes uh, batted down uh, at the line of scrimmage. And uh, he, he knows how to find a hot guy. And they got a couple of them with Rashad White and Mike Evans.
3: Rashad White was actually the one I was going to bring up to you first, Mike. I mean, a guy that's having a Pro Bowl type of season. We've talked about it, seventh in the league in in scrimmage yards, uh, both catching the ball and rushing the ball, obviously. Second-year player, third-round pick out of Arizona State, a guy that's really kind of taken the lead lead back role in Tampa Bay and just run with it.
2: Yeah, Charlie, uh, that's a good point. Uh, He's... um... Uh, This is when he was at Arizona State. Herm Edwards did a coaching clinic. And I remember him making the comment that Rashad White reminded him, and I think he meant style-wise, not talent, but style of Marcus Allen. Whoa. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty impressive. But when you see him, he is a kind of tall Uh, Almost like a cowboy riding in was all westerns. Man, he's high in the saddle. And he gives you a big area to hit, but you don't get a lot of shots at him. And he is quick to hit the hole, then he's through. He's got good run vision. He's got some kick uh, after he clears the line of scrimmage. He runs hard between the tackles. Really great receiver coming out of the backfield. So the similarities are... That that's, I think, what he meant. His style of play is similar to Marcus Allen. And he's really come along since the early part of the season. I didn't think their running game was that good early. It is now. And they sort of pound away at you with Rashad White. And then when he loves you to sleep. Okay, they run the football, and then they swoop him out off the sides on the backfield, and he catches the ball. And he's dangerous uh, out in the open field. But, uh, man, he has really flourished in this offense. And I get now the Marcus Allen comparison style-wise because they are similar. Uh, if you look at them, uh, now Marcus is a little bit taller, but their style of running, their ability to catch the football, they're not maybe the fastest guy out on the field. But there's just something about him uh, being able to make the first man miss. Now, last week, if you saw the game, Jacksonville tried to take him out running. Where he made a big difference as a receiver. And I think they should, they put so much emphasis on trying to stop the run that they could just ate him up throwing the football. So, Rashad White's been terrific, and as you pointed out, only six guys in the NFL have more total yards from scrimmage than Rashad White. On football, Jeopardy, ain't a lot of people getting that one right. It's a Pro Bowl season, Mike, for sure. No question.
1: Uh, Sticking with the offense, Mike, a guy that we're used to being able to shut down, in Mike Evans, but the problem is no Marshawn Lattimore today for the black and gold And, man, oh, man, Evans is having one of those uh, type of seasons, leading the NFL right now, 13 receiving touchdowns. He had uh, two grabs uh, in the end zone last week, and I know he's going for his fifth in a row at home with a touchdown catch. Uh, Saints secondary is going to have their work cut out trying to slow him down.
2: Yeah, he's a good pain in the butt to cover. (laughs) Because he's 6'5", plus, uh, you know, tall, lengthy guy. Uh, you don't think he's fast until he takes them two steps and then he kind of pulls away from you. Uh, and you write about it. It used to be the matchup we all talked about. We love to watch. Because there was always friction right. between him and Lattimore. I guess the best term. Man, they got under each other's skin. And next thing you know, they throwing punches and pushing and shoving and everything else. But no Lattimore today. And I think you're going to have to bracket him you cannot leave him out on an island one-on-one. If that's the case, Baker is just going to continually wear you out going there. So I think you're going to see some bracket coverage on Evans. He's done this for a long time, you know, and he's, he's a Hall of Fame receiver. Pro Football Hall of Famer is what you watch in 10 straight years of over 1,000 yards receptions. Uh, he is difficult to cover in the red zone because of his size, but it's also his big playability. Still at his age. Here's the crazy little thing about it. When he came out of high school, he almost committed to Tulane. Really? He was almost gonna be a, a guy he was gonna be a green wave guy. Huh. And right at the last moment, uh Texas A M comes in because one of their top recruits at wide receiver bailed out on them. And he was a, a, a B choice for them. They came in with a scholarship offer, uh, but he had not verbally committed to Tulane. But he, that's where he was going to go. And right at the last minute, he signs up with Texas A&M. And then he ends up with Manziel. Zell. a pretty good combination there for a while.
3: Yeah, it worked out on both sides for sure, Mike. Uh, switching over to the defensive side of the ball, Levante David, I mean, a veteran in this league. Oh. He's been in the league for like 10 years. And I mean, we talked with Roy Cummings last week, and he said that this guy's just having a complete renaissance this year. I mean, he tested free agent markets. He didn't get much interest. He came back uh, to stay under Todd Bowles' tutelage on defense. And the, the north to south stuff where he can rush the passer and get after the quarterback – I mean, he's a weapon for them defensively, even as a 33-year-old. I think he's top 15 in the NFL in solo tackles this year as a linebacker, but he's also added a couple, like, four-and-a-half sacks as well. Uh, Levante is just having an outstanding year.
2: Charlie, there's only three other players in the NFL that has more tackles for losses. At his age. I mean, and I've always had the utmost respect for Levante. Uh, I'm not sure he gets in the Pro Football's Hall of Fame. But if they had a pro football hauler very good, he'd be <laughs> in it. <laughs> Man, he can play. And it's just his range, his speed, his quickness, his ability to get up to field and make a play. He is not a very big guy for a linebacker. But, you know, when he came in, okay, the trend was to have these kind of king-sized linebackers playing outside. He was the exception to the rule. And now they all sort of look like Levante. They all look like big safeties. And that's what Levante is. But his smarts, his instincts, how much he puts into this game, uh, his film room work, he sort of works on different things that he feels comfortable with that puts him in the right position out on the field. Such a smart player, instinctive player. But it's his hard work and his dedication – to his craft he's also very good in the coverage part of the game when they've asked him to do that but he has always been an up the field get after the running back quarterback who's ever got the football and he rarely takes a false step okay a lot of times guys can do it faster but there's hesitation they don't know exactly where to go that ain't the case with Levante he knows where to go and ever since you know he came out of Nebraska, he has been really one of the best linebackers in the National Football League. And again, if you saw him on the street, you would say, and you playing linebacker? He's not a real big guy. But he kinda was the first of the Renaissance linebackers you see today. In that they're six foot, six one, 225, twenty five, two thirty, but they can run like hell. And he can. And he comes to play with a kind of nasty demeanor each and every week. Man, he takes it out on you. So he's not, he came in as the exception to the rule. And now you look in the NFL, all the outside linebackers, unless you play a 3-4 defense, they look all like Levante now. Great career. And, and what a year he's having so far uh, for the Buccaneers.
1: Mike, another young guy on that team that's been causing havoc year one. Uh, Third-round pick. You hate to see when your you know, division rival ends up hitting win the, in the NFL draft on a young guy. And you look at a, a, a Yaya Diaby. Man, oh, man, really impressive rookie season. Uh, just what was your scouting report initially on him?
2: Okay, when he, he is from Georgia Military College. He, he grew up in Georgia. And I had to get Bobby to explain exactly where his high school was. And it's it's right near the airport in Atlanta. So, I mean, because Atlanta's a big city. And uh, he came out of there, went to Georgia Military uh, College, and then hit the transfer deal and went to uh, Louisville. Right off the bat, you could see he had some skill set as a pass rusher. He was a bit of a one-trick pony. He was a speed, get off the line, and then D-line to the quarterback. Where I've seen him make, well, two things have jumped out at me. One, he's put on some weight. Because at Louisville, I doubt that second number when he got on the scale was a four. I think he was more in the 235, 238 area. I don't think he was 240. And he put on about 25 pounds uh, to his frame. He's physically gotten stronger. And – Now what you see is this move-counter move to beat his guy up front. Because in the NFL, they figure out what you can do well. And if you're a one-trick pony, they try to take away that trick. They they try to take that completely away. And now he's come up with a couple of counter moves uh, to beat that offensive tackle. He leads the league in quarterback sacks for rookies. And I think about all those guys that got picked ahead of him. Yeah. But he is the leader. Uh, and the Saints played the guy, Byron Young, who was his teammate at Georgia Military. He's second in the league with the Rams. <laughs> so, Yaya has really come on well. And I love to see a guy that really hones in on his technical skills. And that's the big difference when he uh, from him at Louisville. I always liked him because of his speed and his quickness off the edge, I wondered how he would handle the physical part of the game because he wasn't a heavy guy, but he got some weight on him, but it's his technical work. I don't know who he worked with, but man, they did a great job with him and his speed and what I call counter, counter punch move to get off that block and get into the backfield. And I'm telling you, once he gets off that uh, initial block, you got troubles because his ability to get from point A to point B is so fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is really fast. Uh, that, that's a, a speed move more than a quick move. And he's been impressive so far for him. And you look at that front line that they have, when you got that big man in the middle in Vitave, uh, they got plenty of catch trying to block him. And so Yaya gets a lot of one-on-one shots up the field, and he's been able to beat them uh, over the last five or six weeks. Had a really impressive stretch now. Uh, now he's played a lot of games, much more than he's played in college. Let's see if he can continue that down the stretch. And, but, man, he's a great athlete, and he has gotten physically bigger, but it's his technique work. Uh, Derek Carr better be careful. Because that guy, he comes in real fast, and also he's a very aggressive guy. When he pops you, he hits you with everything he's got.
3: Mike, last one for you defensively. I mean, you talk about like Jeopardy questions. One of those, if you're talking about the teams leading the NFL in turnover differential. I mean, Baltimore makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. But They're one of the best teams in the NFL. They got one of the best records in the AFC. They're going to be fighting with Miami today to kind of seal up that one seed, so to speak. Uh, Pittsburgh being there is also a little bit surprising, but Pittsburgh's known for having great defenses. Tampa Bay up there at plus 10 with with Pittsburgh and Baltimore and the AFC North. A big part of that this year has been their ability to not only protect the ball, also, take it away. They did it four times to Jacksonville just this past weekend, so that added a plus four, which obviously gets you up to plus 10. Antoine Winfield Jr., the safety for them, has been outstanding with uh, forcing turnovers as well this year. Three interceptions, five forced fumbles, Mike, is the stat that sticks out to me the most. It's tied for second in the NFL. And then on top of that, he's also a good tackler with 68 solo tackles, and then he also has the pass defense as well as a safety. So I just want to get your thoughts on this guy. He just seems like a do-it-all player in the secondary for Tampa Bay.
2: Only two things makes me believe that I'm getting older in this life. One, when Junior, I get out of yeah. bed, uh, sometimes that's a little bit <laughs> of a cricket, a crack uh, when I get out. And secondly, I scouted Antoine Winfield's dad coming out of college. There you go. So, you know, when you start scouting the sons uh, and then the grandsons and everything else, but uh, just like his dad, he's not the biggest guy in the world. Super smart, great instincts. Um, uh, And he has become a bit of Luke Kuechly, but in the secondary. Wow! More than one quarterback has made that comment. They break the huddle and then they come up to the line of scrimmage, and he's calling the plays back at them. Yikes! And then you're like, "Uh oh, (laughs) oh, man, because he knows this game inside out. I mean, ever since he's been a little kid, he's been around the game. He gets it. Is Again, he's not a very big guy, he's, five he's nine. a playmaker. If it's a forced fumble, if it's an interception, if it's a pass knockdown, and you say, man, that little guy, he ain't tackling me one-on-one downfield until he does. He is a very sure open field tackler. Now, I know one thing, he ain't 200 pounds. Okay, okay they list him at that, but he ain't no 200 pounds. Uh, he's That second number is definitely a nine. He's a 190-something player. But it's his smarts, his instincts, and again, similar to Levante, he understands what you're doing as well as you do. That That's rare in this league. We had Drew Brees tell us about how Keekly would yell back the plays as soon as they came up to the line of scrimmage. Well, more than one quarterback, has mentioned, Antoine Winfield Jr., does the exact same things. Hmm. So, man, just think if you're a quarterback, and, man, you go through this deal, you go to the line of scrimmage, and you got a defensive player telling you the plays. That goes to show you this cat, he plays at a different level. And he knows what to do, but he gets his teammates to understand what they're supposed to do because not everybody knows what they're supposed to do on every play. Okay, that's a misnomer that, oh, man, they're professionals. They know what to do at every play. And Antoine makes sure that he cuts down on a lot of those middle mistakes uh, by the Bucs' secondary people. A great little player, really is. And you talk about outliers, and I don't think you can build teams of totally on outlier players, but they got two guys that when they came into this league they were outlier players one's levante david and then the other one's antoine winfield jr and look how good both those guys are i mean to stop. he's he's great to watch out on that football field because he is so talented but also he don't make any mistakes He I mean, he is he's got you beat on the mental level
1: Mike D, always appreciate the insights, my man. Be talking to you more on the Bud Light Countdown to kick off.
2: All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all take care. Thanks, That's- Mike.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.